Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They're athletic freak shows. I mean, T is big, strong, fast. Jamar never gets tackled. And, and TB might not be an athletic freak show, but he's a really, really good receiver uh, that, that gets open when he needs to and understands coverages and, and being able to get open over the middle. But I, I think our, our trio of guys, I'll take every single one of them over anybody in the league. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday as we just completed our draft to make the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. And uh, Paul stole my pick of the Cincinnati Bengals, 17-1 right now. They'll be facing off against the Raiders Saturday, 4.30, first game of Wild Card Weekend. Guys, let's talk through some totals here. We've been jumping around on the lines. There hasn't been line movement on this game in particular. It was down to 4.5 earlier this morning, back up to 5.5. This is the one game with some interesting line movement this week. Everything else has pretty much stayed static. But let's talk through some of the totals here. We could start with this game on Saturday. Uh, Joe, the total on Raiders-Bengals is sitting at 49. Now, these teams played in late November in Vegas. And what was interesting about that game was, despite the Bengals not having a great offensive line and Max Crosby having a ton of pressure this year, he didn't do mm-hmm. much in that game. They, they kept Burrow pretty clean in that game. That That's what I'm looking for in this game because I, I could see this total being right. This feels right. Um, we had Jim Sonis on earlier. He mentioned under on the Raiders team total. I could see the Raiders struggling a little bit, but I could see the the Bengals scoring if, if they keep Burrow clean. I, I think they could score in the upper 20s to 30 if they keep Burrow clean. If, if Max Crosby, who had like seven pressures in the fourth quarter on Sunday night, if he has a big game, this feels like an under kind of game. I could see this being played in the mid-20s, and then we don't go over this total. And Cincinnati, when uh, you consider that offense, the young guns that they do have, and Zach Taylor finally letting Burrow do his thing in the last month of the season, it, you think they're, they play fast. They don't. They play slow. The pace is at 30th. 30th in the NFL. And a lot of that is run game uh, with Mixon. So I wonder how the, they're, we're going to go with this one. So the total has been ticking up uh, throughout the week. I'm a little surprised how much the line has moved. And it's not based off information. It seems to be opinion or people setting the line up exactly where they want it. And they're going to come in on the other side and hammer it twice as much. That could be what's happening. Uh, maybe some betters trying to get Cincinnati minus four somewhere in this area. Uh, you're right about Max Crosby. But throughout the year, 
when he's had soft matchups like he will have again this week, he's performed. So I'm not going to go too far with that and, and say he's going to completely, um, it's going to be a repeat and he's not going to have much impact on this game. Schedule makers, brutal, brutal what they did to the Raiders. So they're, they're the last game of the week, the longest game of the week. They're playing five quarters, defense on the field all game long for the Raiders. And you're the first game on Saturday afternoon of the playoff round. So that was brutal. I also have a tough time putting a lot of trust in Burrow and Zach Taylor in the first ever playoff game. Same deal for much of those. How are they going to come out after a rested week? Because most of those players barely touched the field last week. I think they did the right thing, Mm -hmm. but I'm curious curious how they're going to come out against this. Um, I I like the Raiders, but now we're so inside of six, we're probably not going to get back there. It might jump up a little bit. But now down to four and a half here on this Wednesday morning. I don't know. I, I don't love it as much as I did earlier in the week when it was at six and six and a half. As far as the total, um, looking, I don't love it, but I would only look to the under in this spot. Yeah, Aaron, me too. I was looking at the under. I just looked at the weather. Um, it's going to be uh, 21 degrees is the low. It's going to snow on Sunday, so it looks like they'll miss it on Saturday. Um, so the under in the last four seasons on wild card weekend has gone 12 and six. So I like the under in a lot of these, and this is one of them. Um, the Raiders have like a slightly different de- or better defense um, than the Bengals. I-, I think the under is the play here for me. I didn't realize that it went back to five and a half. Yeah, it jumped back up. Jeez. So four and a half. It's a lot of movement. Yeah, a, a fun stat here. Now, this is just a fun one. I mean, this is obviously not uh, totally germane to the game on Saturday. But Joe Burrow, this is his first playoff game. And that will be a big storyline in this, that this is the first time we see Joe Burrow on this stage. But I saw this this morning. Dan Orlovsky of ESPN put this out. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow has played six, and he called it have-to-have-it games in his career. Basically, like bowl games, title games, you know, last couple weeks to get in the playoffs. Here are his numbers. And these games are... <laughs> Uh, 2019 LSU, Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson, you know, big games in, in college football. And then the last couple of weeks, Ravens, Chiefs. In those games, six games, he's 6-0, and averaged yeah. 444 yards passing per game. His touchdown-interception ratio in those six games is 27-0. to 27-0. <laughs> to zero. Yeah, I, I was getting ready to say you can't really compare college and NFL stats, but that is remarkable. I knew it was going to be good. As soon as you set that up, I'm like, oh, this is going to be just thinking about what he did in the biggest moments in college with his amazing receivers. And he has amazing receivers in Cincinnati right now. Uh, One thing that I do want to add, we quickly mentioned it earlier in the week, just to keep in mind, when you look at the final score, 32 to 13, when they played on November 21st, that is a bit deceiving. Uh, Cincinnati outgained them by only 10 yards and yards per pass. Vegas was in in favor of that one yards per play they were in favor it was all about third down cincinnati eight for 16 and the raiders were only one for seven they dominated time of possession in that game but i i think that final score was a bit deceiving to how the yeah. game played out i agree it's also uh, Derek cars first playoff start too which i forgot about because they made the playoffs once when he was young right. in 16 but he got hurt hurt his back at the end of the season he was an mvp candidate all right let's look at the total for saturday night 44 we're looking at right now on fandle patriots at the bills now, these two teams played two wildly different games. Weather was a big part, obviously, of the first one. It was a ridiculous uh, kind of thing. I, I don't know. 
I, I, it's not going to be as extreme, right? This, this Saturday is not going to be as extreme <laughs> as that Monday night game, but the it's going to be cold. And Josh Allen has spoken about how the cold gives him some trouble. He can't feel his fingers and toes. That worries huh. me. I mean, he plays in Buffalo. <laughs> like He's the Bills yeah. quarterback. It's crazy that this Bills team doesn't seem equipped to play in cold Buffalo weather. It's supposed to be an advantage for them, and it's like doesn't seem like it is for this team. No, uh, the total is just about the same that that we've seen all year with them. This being the third matchup, first game forty three and a half, second game forty three and a half, third game what are we at now? Forty four and a half? No, we're at forty four. Yeah, it's probably going to go down because once your recreational betters see that it's going to be super cold, they're they're probably going to bet the unders. It wouldn't surprise me if we close at the same number for the third consecutive game. Uh. We want to check the wind, of course, but I would probably, and this might be a game I end up playing the over on them because we have that high ceiling with Buffalo if, if it's not a wind game. Now, you know, Jim Sonnet's mentioned that he's not throwing out that first matchup. I am. I'm not putting too much into it. it that thing changed everything. We had, we had a three-pass attempt side. Three pass attempts. And they, they couldn't stop the run, the Buffalo Bills side. And then that second matchup, that was domination. And Mac Jones had two two interceptions. Josh Allen, superb. 314 passing, 64 rushing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. That might be his best moment of the entire season. When it, he was kind of hanging around in the MVP conversation, wasn't really a threat. But yeah, which, which Josh Allen are we going to get? The one that was really struggling in the first game or the best of Josh Allen that we saw in game number two? Yeah, I'm worried about Josh Allen. Go ahead, this Aaron. is uh, that for that other um, game on December 6th, uh, Patriots at Bills. That was when Crack DM'd me to hit that uh, under 47 and field a half goal. longest field goal. And the longest in that game was 41. Uh, the prop was 47 and a half. So you could look at that uh, potentially as a prop. Yeah, I am. Uh, that's interesting. Because uh, the there was no, no besides that forty-one yarder, which did give me a slight panic attack. There was no other ones that even came close to it. The rest of the game. Right. I um, <laughs> I would worry about Josh Allen if you're thinking about the over. He has had clunkers this season, I and mean, he he mm-hmm. regressed from last year. Now he had he had moments. You mentioned the, the game against the Patriots. They won. That was probably the best of him this year. But I mean, go through some of his games. He had. Three games of multiple, four games of multiple interceptions, including a three interception performance two weeks ago. I mean, he had passer ratings in the 70s, 60s, 17 in one game. He had, I mean, I'm looking at it now. He had four or five games at under 55% completion. He, he, he can be that guy of a couple years ago, like three years ago. That comes out. Like, it's in hey, him. Like, it's still there. Is there any other team, just that we look at, that, that will be playing this weekend? that has the high variance that he does or i'd say he the entire team they could be a first round exit lose against the patriots or they could be lifting the lombardi i i agree it's and it's all on him i think the rest of the team is pretty steady their defenses yeah. really get torched the receivers are, are what they are their backs are what they are it's him it, he, he's the x factor there um interesting so let's jump to eagles bucks the totals come down here and I just want to point this out. I've noticed the uh, the money line has come down. I wonder if the number is going to move on the game. The money line in two days has gone from plus 330 down to plus 300. So it's that's changing a bit here. But we're talking about totals right now. 48 down from 49. 
We got the story this morning, Aaron. The rain is coming to Tampa. Uh, 20 to 30 mile an hour winds, a lot of rain. Yeah. It feels like this could be an under game, uh, despite two teams that have put up a lot of points in the second half of the season. I know. It's starting to scare me. I like the under in like all of these games so far. Um, I agree. I, I think this with the with the weather, with their defenses, although I don't know. The Bucks defense just isn't the same. Um, 48 is a bigger number, so I would take the under as well. For me, I, I don't know if I'm going to be betting any overs. It's either going to be an under or nothing when I look at these wild card games. The weather makes sense because of the number. When these two teams played in the middle of the season, the number was 42 and a half. And now we're at, it opened 48 and a half, opened 49. Why the big adjustment? It's pretty much uh, the weather. And if we were, that was Thursday night game, right, Joji? It was a Thursday night in early October. Yeah. yeah week six. Yeah. Another game, the final score didn't quite tell the whole story. In Philadelphia, it was 28 ended to up, seven. It was 28-7 yeah, at one point. Exactly. It was domination in that game by Tampa Bay. But in the end, which sometimes happens, back door is open. Philadelphia ends up covering. They had that garbage touchdown at the very end that covered the spread. So uh, they covered plus seven. They nearly doubled them up in yardage. Almost 200 more total yards in this game. Um, they were terrific on third downs. Tampa Bay was seven for 13. They had the ball two-thirds of the time. Yep. So, yeah. And... It's not the same Bucks roster. It's not. They're missing some dudes. Now, the question is, how many are going to be returning? We're going to say this ad nauseum. Can't wait to till we get some information on this one. Of course, Sirianni hurts first playoff game. Big part of the story here. But, um, yeah, early in the week. And plus, it's playoff. I, I would lean to the under, even though it's a, it's a shorter number than what we saw when these teams faced last time. Yeah, and it's also worth noting that was right before the Eagles made their flip. I mean, an extreme, extreme yes. flip on how they played. They were throwing that ball all night. They only had nine running back carries in that game. I mean, now they have 25-30 a game. It's just like it's 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 weird to look at that game because it's so different than what we'll see on Sunday. The Eagles are going to run, so we know the clock's going to move. I, I think it's an under game as well. All right, let's. That let's might jump. be the most intriguing matchup all weekend. This Eagles run game against the Bucks run D. Yeah, and you made the is point. Yeah. Go ahead, Aaron. Is this a situation where you want to bet the under now because it's already gone down mm -hmm. this morning and the more people start, like the public starts hearing about the weather, they might start hammering it's it a, a little point. bit? I think it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the it's going to go lower, more than higher. It either sits at 48 or we get to 47 and a half. I could see that, especially if the weather reports get worse. So, yeah, if you're if you're with that, jump on it right now. Um, 49ers Cowboys highest total of the weekend, 51 is the total in this game. Here's the intriguing matchup in this one. It's Dan Quinn against Kyle Shanahan. I mean, these mm -hmm. two should know each other, and, and Quinn should know the tendencies of Kyle Shanahan as well as anyone in the NFL. He stood right next to him. They went to a Super Bowl together. He he knows that guy and how he thinks, and the same way on the opposite side. Shanahan knows how Dan Quinn thinks as well as anyone. I, I think that's a lot of fun. The Trent Williams point that Jim Saunas brought up to us is crucial. He sat out that game. If if Trent Williams can't go, I'm worried about the Niners, and I'd be worried about the, the total in this game. I think it's more of an under, especially if he's banged up. Uh, the total's intriguing because we have two contrasting styles. San Francisco, known for the run game. 
uh, and they and they play slow. They're 29th in pace in the NFL. And Dallas, the ownership may want to be known for their run game, but the reality is they're known for their high flying passing attack with those receivers and Dak, who's looked who looked a lot better. But uh, second and third stringers, he was facing. Uh, so Dallas, second fastest team in the NFL. San Francisco, third third or fourth slowest in the NFL. I do like the San Francisco side, but 50 and a half. We, we could end up seeing a shootout, especially if the Cowboys can continue to create turnovers, and uh, that sets up some short fields. Yeah, and we know Jimmy G gives it away sometimes. I was just going to say, yep. uh, it's so hard for me to trust Jimmy G. He's not right. The Cowboys, you're getting pretty much everyone back. <sighs> yeah, this is a hard one because the total seems about right to me. I might just stay away from this one. <laughs> Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sports. We'll dive into the totals for the Steelers and the Chiefs, Cardinals and Rams coming up next. And then we got to dive into props. Can't wait to talk about giving props from Beck UL coming up at the top of the 11 o'clock hour right here on the Beck UL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law I missed the end of it. I dozed off. I knew I had a work day waiting on me, or I assumed that I had a work day waiting on me. I think at one point, Oakland was up by 15, and that number made you somewhat comfortable. I'm probably better off not having watched it. Uh, So it's probably not as exciting of a description as you you would have hoped. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Becky L. Daly presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Ojo, G. Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Coming up next hour, we'll have Ari Temkin from the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Also does a show with us here on BeckQL to talk through the Cowboys and the 49ers. Should be one of the more entertaining games of week, uh, of wildcard weekend. One game we don't expect to be wildly entertaining, the, uh, the game that Mike Tomlin's going to coach. Just heard the voice of him there. He said he fell asleep last Sunday night. With the Steelers and the uh, – we're still waiting on the, the Raiders-Chargers outcome. You know what I find funny about that? He said 15 was the number he felt the game was secured. I wonder what he's going to feel like when his, his Steelers are down 15 in the second quarter on on Sunday. Is it over then, Mike? I, You know, I'm one of those people, but you know how the NFL works. The more we talk about how a game's going to yeah. be boring, it's not going to be a contest at all, means it's more and more likely that it maybe uh, we end up getting shocked there. Uh I'm not mad at him for falling asleep. How much? How much sleep do you think these head coaches get on average? Not much. Like, like Joe G territory, like three hours. Yeah. What do you get a night? Four. 
Uh, I would say on average about four, four and a half. Whoo. Aaron's uh, in shock. I know I Aaron to... needs like her eight. What do you get, Aaron? Seven, I love eight. my sleep. Well, it's hard to say because I have a baby. Like she gets up 3 a.m. last night, 2 a.m. the night before. She woke up like five times the last week when she was sick. She's still sick. So I don't even know how much sleep I actually get. It's hard to calculate. But I love my five. sleep. I would get like eight, nine, ten hours if I could. Ten. <laughs> oh, if you could. If you could. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't we all if we could? You um, know, I feel like Joe G like likes his life without getting much sleep. You seem like really? you're like that kind of guy. Like I am not. Like I so love searching jobs. I just feel inefficient if I keep sleeping. Like I'm like, all right, it's five a.m. I gotta get up. Oh, gotta, you're one of those. Yeah. Inefficient. I get do. more done before 6 a.m. than I have a I friend who's like that, and it is <laughs> insufferable. Okay, wait. When you get done in the morning, walk me through what you do to be efficient and make me feel terrible yeah. about my life. So, so it's, it depends on the day, but usually what I'll do is I will either walk the dog and or I'll cook dinner, like because I'm busy during the day. We're doing the show, but I got to get ready for my show at night. So, like, I'll cook dinner. I'll empty the dishwasher. I'll get ready for the show. I don't know a lot. Wait, wait what do you mean you cook dinner? Like it's gonna be cold. <laughs> no, they it. Well, because so the way that our our schedule works here is like when my when my wife and kids get home, it's like dinner time for them. So I have to have yeah. dinner ready, like to bring with me to Philly at night for work, and have dinner ready for them wow. when they get home. So I'll Aww. cook dishes, dog, get ready for the show. I need you take your kids to school too, right? Joe G. Truman show. Yeah. So after our call in the morning, because we do a pre-show call, I'll take both of them to school and then I'll run back up here. Yeah. He never stops. Never stops. I have my always in the move. Mike Tomlin, though, (laughs) does he get less sleep than me? That's the real question. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. A hundred percent. I think he does get less sleep than you, for sure. Um, As far as the total on this game, well, we were just chatting about it during the break, and we were. Very pleased to see that over at FanDuel, first half is Kansas City minus seven and it's minus one ten yeah. on both sides. And we know about the slow, slow starts the Pittsburgh Steelers have been getting on getting out to, uh, especially over the last three quarters. Then there's just some garbage time in the fourth quarter. So if you don't want to worry about that back door, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe you just bet on the first half. Wondering how much impact can TJ Watt have in this game? Can he be a game wrecker? We've seen him be a game wrecker in the past 22 and a half sacks this season. Disappointed he didn't break the record from your favorite uh, dive artist there. Wait, I, man, what is going on? People are like, <laughs> what are you guys talking about in the chat? I'll, I'm trying to talk and then I'll, I just see it it moving. Go, It keeps moving. Like, what are these guys saying? We're just hey, having a conversation. Who is who in a coma? Hey, what are you talking about? Jake was in a coma. He just found this out. I'm like, whatever's happening over here is 16 hours sleep was Jake's record all at once. So I asked if he was in a coma. That was a long hours. week. That was a long week. You don't Did have you, a you Was NyQuil involved or like what happened? You don't crash on Fridays after you still do the night show on Friday. The, this was a few years ago too. Like this was I wasn't I was in college. But I woke up to like 50 missed texts and calls from my family and friends who all thought I died. Actually, no. Actually, I woke up to my roommate waking me up saying, hey, your sister just called me, wants to know if you're alive. It was 4 p.m. <laughs> oh, I've done that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you guys you fall asleep sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, you, well, especially no when you're younger and you don't have any responsibilities like Jake. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, college time? Yeah, just sleep whenever. Stay awake yes, whenever. Yeah, I can do whatever. Oh, I, don't, um, I, I did all my classes already for the week. I'm good. Uh, but as far as the total on this game, it's 46. Basically, if you're betting the total, you're like, are the Steelers going to do their part? What number are they going to get to? They, they play fast. They're surprisingly uh, top five in pace. But most of that's because they're chasing late. Like, they're just trying to get to the line, and, and let's just uh, let's see if we can get some sort of scoring going. I have no interest in playing total in this game. There are some side bets to be had. There are player props that are available. Um, I keep mentioning how they didn't even have Kelsey when they crushed them 36-10 to 10 a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, also keep point. in mind that Tyreek was on the COVID list that week. He was good to go in time. No impact in the game. He had two targets, two catches for 19 yards. That was the Pringle two-touchdown game. So how is it going to look with those guys 100% healthy? So the Steelers' team total, Aaron, is only 16.5. That's so low for an NFL team in the playoffs. Should be, right? Should be. I just don't know how they're scoring. I mean, it seems about right. I don't know. Now now that Joe laid out his case, I'm thinking maybe the over because the last time they played, it was 46. So, and now now Kansas City's got more weapons back. Would it surprise you if Pittsburgh scored nine? Wouldn't surprise me. No. So we had a guest earlier this week who brought up the the Dan Marino final game, Jaguars-Dolphins, his final playoff game, but it was like 62 to seven. Sometimes old quarterbacks go out in embarrassing ways. This, this could be like that. So, and the other I mean, they're I... lucky enough to get into the playoffs. They shouldn't right. really be here if we're being truthful. The other thing to I, monitor. Nobody wants them to be except for Chris Mack. That's it. <laughs> Tyree Kill hurt himself on Saturday. It was like it was not talked about much because they won. He hurt his heel before that game. So if Tyree if, if Tyree Kill is banged up. You think they're going to push him in a game they're going to win anyway by two touchdowns? I I don't think he's going to play a lot of snaps. That's going to take away some of their explosiveness. I I could see this as 27-10, 27-13. Yeah. I'm, I'm not messing with the total. Well, you're, you're asking for trouble at 12 and a half. You're just like, that's a lot of points to lay. Either I'd way. rather do that. You, you wouldn't take the Steelers plus 12 and a half? No. Well, Paul, Paul already teased it, right? You teased it down, Paul? Yeah, down inside yeah. seven. So six and a half with the Bucks two and a half. How many teasers does Paul have? He's Just the one him. right now. Just the one right now. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Casey and Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. yeah, very chalky. Right. Let's go to Monday night. Go. A game that could be high score. It's second highest total of the week. I I think it could end up as the highest scoring game of the week. Cardinals and the Rams. Forty nine and a half is the total. Uh, the Rams are four point favorites in the game. So both these te- they split the, the season uh, series, right? The, the Cardinals mm-hmm. won in LA early in the year. The Rams won in Arizona about a month ago on a Monday night. That was the night we all had the uh, we had the Rams buried. They were playing poorly, and then they went on a nice streak after that. Yet yeah, all of this is like the, the dark cloud hanging over the Rams and their ability to put up a big number here. Or this game to go over is Matthew Stafford is just turning the ball over left and right. I mean, it, it's just been amazing how many turnovers he's had lately. If, if both these teams are humming, this could go well over 49 and a half. I'm just not sure how these coaches are going to play it. Both of them could be more on the conservative side, decision-making. Yeah, yeah. The uh, So you had the – I'm sorry. 
I, I was confused. I'm getting these NFC West teams confused as I'm looking at the matchups that we had during right. the season. So mm-hmm. did did Colt McCoy play one of those? No. Okay, he did not. That was okay. That was against another. Kyler was there for both of them. Okay, good. Um, Yeah, it's again two teams that I want to fade are facing each other between Stafford. I mean, which quarterback is going to make fewer mistakes? That's what I'm looking at. In Arizona, let's not forget the Cliff Kingsbury fade is still real, even though they beat Dallas. That's still a real thing. We we saw a bunch of uh, losses couple decent teams but you know in indianapolis and the la rams but detroit and seattle i mean what were they this year i don't have a whole lot of faith in either squad so as far as the side i'm having a tough time i would i would strictly look look to the underdog but this is a very this is a very high number probably too high for me to even consider the over aaron what do you think i don't really have a strong feeling on this one um, I did. I do like the Cardinals as underdogs. Um, I'm staying away from the total, and I also put the Cardinals in a teaser with the Bucks. Um, in terms of the total, I don't really have a strong feel to be honest. I, I don't know which way that one's gonna go. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it depends on decision making, right? If these if these coaches turtle up and go for every field goal, it's gonna go under. If one of these coaches is more aggressive. You could absolutely see a... Uh, Neither a of them's going to be aggressive. Well, We've then, seen these guys. Yeah. Under's probably the play. All right, speaking of yeah. how these games are going to go, props. we got to talk about BetQL's giving props next, right here on the BetQL Network. The NFL playoffs are here to celebrate. FanDuel Sportsbook is giving all customers up to $100 bonus on same-game parlays. Just place a same-game parlay in any super wildcard weekend game and get a bonus. Whether you win or lose, the more you bet, the more you get to get started, how about we take a look at Philadelphia's first-round matchup? I like Philadelphia plus the points, the under in the game, and over on Jalen Hurts' rushing yards. Log on to the FanDuel Sportsbook to unlock your same-game parlay bonus today. Plus, if it's your first time betting with FanDuel, you can also enjoy 30-1 to 1 odds on any team in the wildcard round to win. After using promo code BETQL, you can turn a $5 bet into $150. Remember to use promo code BETQL so they know... I sent you. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bet. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.